What's up, family? Welcome to Speak, a crazy Monday show after a wild weekend of NFL football on a far end. Super Bowl champ James Jones. What's James, what's the word, checker boy? Man, you know, just chilling, man. Oh, man. Hey, man. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I'm a little jealous of the outfit. There we go. jealous of the outfit. James has cemented his flag in turtleneck season, you know what I mean? and I have peeped the game. <laughs> Joy Taylor, what's the word? How are we? I'm good. What? Hello? I don't get any turtleneck love? That's a mock. That's a mock turtleneck. What you mean? A little, a little short. There you go. You try to raise it up a little bit. I got it. Thank you, to my right, Eagles all-time rushing leader, LaShawn Shady McCoy. Well, Shady, the Dolphins, they made a statement yesterday. The Lions, they continued to make a statement. But on the flip side, Eagles, they caught their first loss of the season. First loss in a long time. And the Niners, Brock Purdy, his first loss of the regular season. So now the whole NFL world is shook up. There's no greater question one can ask about football right now than this one. Who's the best team in the NFL? I'm first. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, we did lose, but we still are the best team in the mm. NFL. Who is we? Right? Who is we? Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Eagles. Where my flag at? No, 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 not today. No flags <laughs> off the loss. No flags. Don't worry about that. But I, I got to say the Eagles, just because of, first of all, even our quarterback didn't play well, he's a top quarterback in this league for a reason. I think that collectively from the offense to defense, if you look at the Eagles just as a team, as a unit, we can win in so many different ways, so many different fashions. Um, my, my mic is, is getting crazy in my ear. We can win by so many different ways. Now, we didn't win against the Jets. Yep. Jets play, defense, give a lot of credit. They played well, and we didn't get to win. But if I'm just being consistent, which the Eagles are a consistent team of winning, all we do is really win. That's fair. Jalen Hurts was the reason why we lost yesterday. Yeah. Would you agree? No doubt. But he's also the reason why we win. And his last 24 games, he's 22 Eesh. and 2. Twenty-two. That's like winning like almost every time you play the game. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take this loss. Because last year we lost. We were undefeated season last year. No doubt. Right? And where did we end up? Two balls. Two balls. Holla. Holla. <laughs> so it got to be us as the best team in the NFL. James Jones, best team. Where you at? I'm going with the Niners. I'm, I'm sticking with the Niners. And the reason why is that was probably their worst outing on the offensive side of the ball. That was probably, yeah. probably their worst outing. The worst that we've seen Brock Purdy play. If you make a field goal, you still win the football game. That's a good point. Their defense gave up 85 yards passing to the quarterback and picked them off two times, zero touchdowns, mm. right? So we always say defense travels, and the Niners have a really good defense that's going to go anywhere in the world and play really good football. I truly believe that Brock Purdy is a really good quarterback in this league, and he won't play like that consistently. It was a big loss losing Debo, especially when it's wet and it's raining oh. and all that type stuff because no screen games. You can't run no little, little fly sweeps, no reverses, none of that to really take the ball out of Brock Purdy's hands is trying to throw the ball down the football field. So that was a big blow, and you obviously lost McCaffrey in that game late. And with all that being said, if your kicker make a kick, as ugly as you played, as nasty as you played, you still had an opportunity to win that football game. And that's a sign of a good football team playing their worst and still having a chance to win. So I'm still going to rock with the 49ers as the best team in football. I have to say, it doesn't really feel like there's any great teams right mm -hmm. now. Because even the teams that are 5-1, and one, which there are a few of I'm them, everybody has some kind of weird thing going on. So if I'm going to look at the scope of the best teams in the NFL and narrow it down, as I like to do with information, let's walk through it. Who's the best coach in the NFL right now? Mm. Andy Reid, of course. Andy Who's Reed. the best quarterback in the NFL right now? Pat. Patrick Mahomes, mm -hmm. of course. They are also five and one. Oh, you going to? And, and when, now hold on, stay Ooh. with me now. Ooh, stay sorry. with me now. <laughs> stay with me now. Ooh. They have one loss. Yes, they do. To the Lions, mm. who are also a five and one team. 
They lost by one point, and Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones did not play in that game. Mm-hmm. Now let's go down the other losses. Mm. You said San Francisco lost to the Browns. They almost won, kick, yeah. whatever. Deshaun Watson did not play in that game. Two hundred thirty million dollar quarterback. Should never have been close. Yeah. The Eagles lost by six points to the Jets. Jalen Hurts played a terrible game. Yeah. Three turnovers. Yeah. The Dolphins lost by twenty eight to the Bills. Ugh. And the Lions lost by six points in overtime to the Seahawks. So they're all five and one. Let's go down their losses. Let's go down who's the best on the field, which is still Patrick Mahomes and the best coach. So I, I have to give the Chiefs some love. When you're looking at who has had the worst losses, they're not in that category. And the team that they have a loss to is five and one. Mm. So I, I think I'm with you. I, w- I would go to the Eagles next. But I think I, I, I have to sprinkle some love on the Chiefs based off of the information that we have and the fact that I feel there are no great teams. So let's narrow it down to what is great. And Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are still there. Mm. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove in court. Uh. Mm. And what I think I could prove in court is the Chiefs. So I'm saying the Chiefs are the best team in football. Lord I ever. know that it's the Niners. I, uh. think. I know that it's the Eagles, kind of. Uh. But what I could prove in court is what Joy just proved, is that it's the Chiefs. Because the Chiefs lost. Their sole loss mm. was in week one. Like she said, without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs have only been trailing in the second half for seven minutes all season. All season they've trailed for seven minutes in the second half, and that was in week one. So the only time the Chiefs lost was to a one-loss team, and again, without Chris Jones, without Travis Kelsey. Now the problem, the counterpoint that the defendant might make is, I was getting that. The Eagles didn't have Lane Johnson. That's a lot of people hurt. The Niners didn't have Debo or McCaffrey. Uh-huh. And the whole screen game, not just the screen game because yeah. of Debo gone, screen game because of McCaffrey all the way gone. So it is kind of splitting hairs. But the reason, Shady, I would probably say the Chiefs right now mm. is because as much as I love the Niners, you can't lose to P.J. Walker. I can provide an explanation, absolutely, because playing against a quarterback that you have no film on is much harder than most people think. But you can't lose to P.J. Walker Period. Mm. He, I mean, he didn't. I don't think he did much to win that game. Right. He did. P.J. Walker. I watched the game. He got the credit for the win, but he, it wasn't his reason no, why they no doubt. Anyway, the Chiefs are not a bad my option. Of I course. love the Chiefs, the GM, Andy Reid. I love Pat. I love them guys. But they haven't been playing great like that either. Though. Exactly. They haven't been playing really, really good. No. Right? And they've been playing bad, and then Pat has been playing bad. True. This happens that they be kind of winning. <laughs> right? <laughs> so, so I, I, well, I still pick the Eagles. And by the, by the way, even though I do love Andy Reid, the best record coach-wise right now, you know what it is, though, right? Currently. It's Nick Sirianni. It's Nick Sirianni. I don't know if you have knew it or not. It's Nick Sirianni. But you're not saying Nick Sirianni. Hey, listen. So I like Nick Sirianni. <laughs> right? I love her quarterback. And then if you just go from roster to roster, player for player, O-line to O-line, D-line, D-line, we, we fit with every team even better. So when you put a game where maybe our best players don't play well, right? I'm talking about against good teams against good terms. Mm-hmm. I'm not against the Jets. I yeah. feel like when you play against bad teams sometimes, I've been in where you can play in bad. You're like, man, we still going to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You throw a pick, yeah, we still going to win. You got a yep. defense, cool. Yep. When you play a good team, like every mistake matters, right? The margin for error is so yep. small. So now when, when you look at the Chiefs, and, and Chiefs are a really, really good team, yeah. coach very well. But if Pat's not playing well yeah. and, and Jalen's not playing well, mm. I still believe that the mm. Eagles will win that game me. because we have better oh, players let me get on both sides of the ball. Real quick, James, yeah. I'm going to pivot the question, pivot the uh. conversation. Joy, you made a point. Every team in my mind has a weakness. James, I'm going to ask you this question. When I look at the Dolphins and their weaknesses, defensively, it's primarily. Yeah. When I look at the Eagles right now, their weakness, Jalen Hurts has been turning the ball over way too much yeah. into the secondary. They got about four backup secondary players out of far in their, se- yeah. in, their, in their second unit. When I look at the Niners, their biggest weakness is injuries as well. And you could still argue Brock Purdy's youth. Mm. When you look at the Chiefs, their biggest weakness, Travis Kelsey, along with maybe if you want to say what's going on with Travis Kelsey physically. Yeah. Which weakness of those one-loss teams worries you the most? 
is that the Lions' complete inexperience, the Dolphins' defense, the Eagles' injuries, the Niners' Brock Purdy's youth, Travis Kelsey's, which weakness worries you most? It's the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey, and that's why I don't have them as the, as the number one team in football because they have really been healthy. Like, they ain't really battled with a lot of injuries. They've, they've been healthy, and healthy – they are not better than the Eagles healthy. They are not better than the Niners healthy. They might not be better than the Dolphins healthy, right? They don't have a number two receiver that's going to consistently win if Travis Kelsey does not have that game. And that's why they've been having their struggles on the offensive side of the ball, right? We gave, all the, we gave the Eagles, me and you, gave the Eagles a bunch of Bunch of uh, grief, grief. No, no, I hate, no, oh, I hate. I but uh. we were, we was on the Eagles tough because they haven't been playing consistent football. Yeah. Even though they've been finding ways to win, when you turn the tape on with your own two eyes, you're like, this Eagles team ain't playing consistent football. This Eagles team ain't playing the type of caliber football the Eagles want to play. But you couldn't argue it because they were, they were winning games. Now that they have lost a game, it's like, ooh, it caught up to them. We said yes, uh, last week the Niners are the most consistent football team in football this season. Right? Through five weeks, they were flawless. Right? The most consistent team in football. They have one loss now, but they are still the most cons- – up to these six games, they are the most consistent team in football through the first six weeks. So that's why I still say the Niners. The Dolphins, you put up 70, then you get beat by 40. Uh, you can't do that. That's not consistent football. The Eagles have not been consistent all year long. They've just been finding ways to win. And that's the same way with the Chiefs. They have not played consistent football all year long. Has Patty been squeaking out some wins? Absolutely. But they've been squeaking out wins against the Jets, against the Broncos and all that. We watched the game on Thursday. And we like, like we, Shady said Chiefs by 20. Mm-hmm. Like, like, so the Chiefs have not been playing consistent neither. And Ain't no number two or none of that coming through that door. Yeah, they have. They've been squeaking these wins out, but their only loss isn't to a squeaky team. Mm-hmm. It's to a real team in the Lions. That Niners loss was to a squeaky team, and the Browns are squeaky with Deshaun Watson out there. They had PJ Walker out wow, there. Wow, yeah. The Jets, for whatever. <laughs> I mean, everyone's feeling good right now, but the Jets are the Jets are overall not a, not a great team. No, they're not. No, no. Not a good team. They have a great still. defense, and 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 all that. Yesterday, it was twelve points before mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts threw that interception. So it's it's all cute, and that's great, and you got the win, which is all that matters. But that's not a good team either. So, and we're all splitting hairs. I love the Eagles. I think they're still the best team in the NFC over over the Niners. I, I think so. That's splitting hairs there. But if I have to go to the evidence, if I have to go to a team that I trust right now with all these teams at five and one, how could it not be? The two-time Super Bowl champ, two-time MVP. That's a good option. Yeah. Patrick yeah. Mahomes and Andy Reid. I mean, I mean, that game against can't go me, wrong. You, you can never go wrong with going with the Chiefs. Of course They're, they're Coach Wells, yeah. Patrick Mahomes. They got a lot of, you know. But that game gets to the Broncos. I mean, that, that, you felt confident about watching that game? No. How did it look? I don't feel confident about any of these teams. I'm listening. I'm listening we're just talking about this. Because every team, if you want to be honest, every team has that. Yeah. So when, you, when I say the Chiefs, and I'm thinking like everybody's 5-1, when they played the Jets, they didn't look great. Nope. And when they played the Broncos, mm. I'm talking about the Broncos. We talk about every week if Sean Payton should get fired or if Russell should get benched. That's that team mm. that that's given up what their last defense in every almost every category. They barely beat them but at, they, at home. But so they that, beat them though. I'm just saying, you saying look good and being consistent. They haven't been. They haven't been consistent, and they haven't looked good. The only team that's looked good is the Niners. Like, looked good. Consistently looked good offensively and defensively. The Lions, you could argue, looked good, but their defense just be falling asleep at times. But it it is interesting. I have one thought, James, and it's really for you, and and then we got to get to break. But why has the quarterback play this year been so suspect? 
Mm. Have y'all sat back and thought about that for a second? Yeah, I thought about it a lot. It's I been, thought about it like, really like bad. Tua was playing great, but Tua got five picks on the season. Mm. 14 touchdowns mm. for five picks. Yeah. Jalen Hurt, all pro, hard to do. Seven. Seven picks on the yeah. season. Yeah. Josh Allen, he started the season off with three picks. Yeah. And I think he has like five or so on the season. Mm. It's just kind of weird to me. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. He had a two-pick game. Versus the Jets. Jets. The Jets yeah. Like, I, I don't know what, James, you're the resident wide receiver. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but, like, there is no great quarterback. Yeah. Trevor Lawrence averages grits. Yeah. I mean, he, it's grits. I've been calling that out. Yeah. I mean, it's grits. Yeah. So I, I make sense of it real quick. <laughs> I mean, the only thing that I can say is when these defensive players walk in their locker room on Tuesday, they say, let me see what my check is. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. they get paid to make plays, too. And I yeah. think when you're talking about what these defenses are presenting, like, you know, some of these games to where these quarterbacks is looking average, man, they're going up against really good defenses, pass rushes and all that. Like, Jalen, one of Jalen Hurts' pick, I mean, boom, arm yeah. hit, ball, ball in the air. So, you know, I just think kudos to these defenses out here playing well and really adapting to this league because we know it's a passing game and we know what these coaches on the offensive side of the ball is doing. But these defenses is playing some football, man, and, and getting after these quarterbacks. Yeah, to add on to that, I, that's, I, I agree. I think that the defensive performances have really started to catch up with how much the offensive part the offensive part of the league has accelerated they're they're adjusting to the new rules okay we can't hit the quarterback like this we're going to lean into into playing them this way a lot of offenses are trying to have their quarterbacks not run as much so they're probably throwing the ball more they want to they want Lamar to throw the ball more they want Jalen Hurts to throw the ball more so you get more opportunities to make plays but yeah th- these are really good defenses Pittsburgh has won multiple games off of defense yep. you could argue the Jets have won all of their games off of defense yeah. San Francisco Baltimore Baltimore the <laughs> Eagles Dallas 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 they're really great defenses in this league right now uh, well speaking of great defensive minds well that's Bill Belichick but as a head coach it has been bad, 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 to the point where maybe the greatest coach of all time, arguably, should step down in the middle of the season. Mm. Find out what we think about that mm. next. Remember to check us out every day, Fox Sports Channel, Sirius XM. Or tablet. <laughs> in second and short family the Patriots get this they lost again this time to the Raiders <laughs> New England has now lost three straight games and they are one in five now Bill Belichick's worst start of his coaching career uh, I was thinking about this this morning Joy Taylor and I was like you know what what is Bill Belichick still coaching for not like for the rest of the season like now Today, Mm. what is Bill Belichick still coaching for? He's coaching to win championships, obviously. Mm. But winning a championship is not a realistic possibility right here, right now. They're not even going to make the playoffs. We know that. The more Bill Belichick coaches, the more he reveals to you and to me that without Tom Brady, he is less than average. My thought process is simple. Why not step down and get ahead of it? Bill O'Brien is currently on the coaching staff. He's a former head coach in the division. Mm. Excuse me, former head coach in the conference. You got other dudes on staff, Bill Belichick. Your son, your son is on staff. Go ahead and play the nepotism role that's already being played in the NFL. You know what? Let me just go ahead and let let young young Buck take over, and I'm just gonna hand the baton off them. I'm just wondering, (laughs) what does Bill Belichick gain by going three and fourteen this season? What does he gain by going 
four and 13 this season. Mm. Best case scenario, Joy, what does he gain by going six and 11 this season? Ooh, six and 11 is a blessing. Thank like, you, Lord. Ooh. Like, I would rather. God got him if he gets to six and 11. <laughs> I would rather Bill Belichick say, hey, you know what? Mm. I am going to go ahead and step down mm. than to have a two and 15 record on his resume. That blemish is irreparable. That blemish is irremovable. There is no amount of bleach that could take that stain out of his resume without Tom Brady. No amount, no amount. Yeah, Belichick can't step down midseason. Mm. He can't. Tell me why. Break it down for me. I mean. Tell me why. Because he, he can't. Because he can't. Because he's Bill Belichick. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. Don't distract me. I was singing this song. <laughs> he can't. He can't do it. I, I, I hear you. And if this was not Bill Belichick, and if he didn't have the resume that he had, he would probably get fired midseason. Mm-hmm. But he is Bill Belichick. Mm. And he does have the resume that he has. And he is a first ballot Hall of Famer. And he was the coach of the one of the greatest dynasties in the history of sports. Probably one of the greatest dynasties in the history of the NFL, and it will be very difficult to repeat 20 years of being expected to win a championship every single year and winning six of them. That's almost impossible to do because the other team that has that many is the Steelers, and they ain't winning in a 20-year span. Mm -hmm. So I hear you, and you would be right if if his name wasn't Bill Belichick. I don't even know if I want to see that. When I joke about... He's messing up my memories, and I, and I wish I hadn't seen this. Ain't no joke. It's really, it's changing the course of NFL history. That's mm-hmm. what we're watching right now. All these memories, all these experiences that we have with this dynasty, are we are now going to have to apply this new information Correct. to it. It's irritating me. Mm-hmm. People argue with, with me about this with politics. Don't you want to know what the government's doing all the time? No, I don't. I want to go to brunch. That's it. I want to come to work. <laughs> I want to pay my bills, go see my family, go on vacation. I want to live my life. That's what we pay politicians to do. Run the country. I don't need to know the world's ending every day. Yeah. It probably is, all right? I don't need to know that Bill Belichick is this bad without Tom Brady. I didn't need this. I didn't need this experience. And now we have it, and I've got to deal with it. I can't also watch him step down midseason. But what would you rather watch? I mean, you've got to ride this out. You've got to ride this out. That's what I said. If he gets the six wins, I mean, it's, it's, it's blessings. Blessings on blessings. Like, bless up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, he has one win. This is so bad. I've seen it. Max uh-huh. Crosby. I mean, yeah. he had nightmares of Max Crosby. I was, I was at this game in Las Vegas this weekend, and the Patriots are a very, very, very bad football team. They, they are. And it could start with the coaching mm-hmm. and then get on down to the players, especially the main player at the quarterback spot, just not really playing good football. But with all that being said, Bill Belichick stepped down today. What? Um No. Oh. Step down to me sounds like, should Bill Belichick quit today? That's what, that's what step down means. Like, hey, man, I'm done. I, I quit this thing. No. Bill Belichick has done way too much for this game, way too much for the Patriots organization to step down right now. Now, at the end of the season, I think conversations need to be had. But you cannot quit or step down in the middle of the football season. And I believe Bill Belichick is chasing wins, right? He wants to be the all-time head coach in wins, yep. right? I don't know how many more wins he needs. A lot. But like what I do know, he ain't it. but what I do know is he needs nine more wins to have the most losses in NFL history. He done took my take. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I knew I should have like. And he's closer, and he's closer to that, Shady. He's closer to that. 
than he is <laughs> these W's. So, my man, I, I took your take. You, you know what I'm saying? I promise you I wasn't oh, on, your, on your conference call meeting, whoever prepped you for the show. But that's the reality of it is. But, Bill Belichick, you cannot quit. Shady, it's on you, brother. Take it away. It's too much. You throw I mean, your whole flow? Yeah, I just got to just go off the top of the dome now. Look, <laughs> I, I would just say no. He, he can't retire, right? I mean, I, I never thought that, that Bill was this great coach anyway. Yeah. I, I used to play against the Patriots all the time. I played in Buffalo, and we played him twice a year. This is when Tom Brady was still there. And we'll be so close to beating him. The difference was number 12. That's Tom Brady. And I always just say, man, if, he didn't, if, if, if Bill didn't have Tom, we would not look at him like that. And what you know, Tom leads the Patriots. I'm like, oh, here it goes. And then now we're seeing what I already thought. So I would tell him not, he can't, he can't quit right now because I, I, I never thought he was a really, really great coach like that, but I don't look at him as a quitter. One thing I will say about Bill Belichick, I respect him. I respect him as a man. Um, and, and for him to go out there and, and quit on his team, I can't see him doing that, right? And I don't see Mr. Kraft firing him in the middle of the season. I think at the end of the season, they'll, they'll finish it because they do have six championships there. Mm-hmm. There's some respect that, he, that he's earned. Well, Tom has earned. But anyway... However you want to put it. So after the season, they should be talking about if he should leave or not. But I just don't think if he stays there, it'll be the same results. Because if you if you look at the the, the, the team, the players, the way they play, they don't look disciplined. Every, Bill Belichick's biggest thing, we talked about earlier with, with um, Jalen Hurts, is that his, you said his thing is being safe with the football. Yep. Well, Bel- Belichick's thing was the Belichick way. Um, you know, guys that fight to the end, hardworking, um, um, super effort Do your and, job. and discipline. Mm-hmm. They don't look disciplined. No. They, they're not playing smart football. The Patriots, the best thing they do, they play smart football. They won't beat themselves. Mm-hmm. When I watch them play, they're beating themselves. Mm-hmm. So my final thing is, I don't see nothing that will make him stay because the things that made him great, uh, I don't see anymore. Yeah. And real quick, on that, on that topic, they had 10 penalties. See what I'm saying? Come on. Not good. That's not a Belichick coach football team. Ten penalties? That's dang near a penalty every single, every other play. That's not Bill Belichick team, but it's, it's too late. He in it. You got to finish this. How game. far is he away from, from Shula, guys? Uh, I needed to get that. At least 20, out 30. There. I think 20, he, uh, he's, Yeah, he's, he's close to 30, I think. Yeah. Here's the other part to roll it forward. And this is why it can only get worse. There's no succession plan for Bill Belichick. You talked about Steve Belichick. You talked about Bill O'Brien, Joe Judge. There's no succession plan. And while they do have pockets of talent, there are some still some great players on that roster. There's no identity anymore. All those things you talked about don't exist anymore with this current roster and this team. So so the Belichick or the Patriot way that that doesn't even really exist anymore. So if slash when he walks away at the end of the season, they don't have anything established. Like, th- th- there's, there's nothing to build on here. You ruined Mac Jones. I don't think Mac Jones is this bad. Mm. Like, I, I just don't. I think he lost a whole year that. of development in what they did with him last year. And confidence. Yes. So they messed with his confidence. They had no offensive coordinator, did all this weird stuff. I don't know if he's great. Yeah. I don't know if he's great, <laughs> but I don't know if he's this bad either. And so, so, so you're going to move on from the quarterback. You have no succession plan. So not only did this fall apart, go like this on a graph, there's nothing if he walks away for them to build on as an organization. It's a complete blow-up rebuild. That's terrifying as well because it's not like he left this place with, with the prestige that they had when Brady and him were there. Look at whatever's going on with Sean Payton and the Broncos right now. Saints aren't a disaster. He didn't leave the Saints in disarray, and they didn't have a franchise quarterback when he left. 
but they've been able to maintain some level of identity as an organization. Mm -hmm. Like, when you move on, how bad is the drop-off as well? Have you set this team up in any way for the future while you're also bad? He's 30 wins away from Shula. That ain't happening. Uh, I guess the hard part for me, and and, and Shady, I'll I'll ask you on this one, and and maybe you as well, James, is how hard is it to go into work every day if you're a New England Patriot right now? Mm. Because if you're a Patriot, I was drafted to the Cleveland Browns. I believe we won four or five games my rookie season. Going into work is very hard when you know you're not going to win Mm -hmm. and you're not having fun. Now, the greatest quote I've ever heard from a coach is, the fun is in winning. I fervently believe that. I've never seen somebody lose having fun. How hard is it going into work? You're one in five. Your team is deplete of talent. Your best players are injured, whether it's the rookie in Gonzalez, whether it's Judon. Your best players are hurt. How hard is it to go into work knowing that Bill Belichick is a no-fun coach, New England's not the most fun, or Boston's not the most fun area in the city, and the team is terrible. Mm. At least if you change the coach, maybe you'll have a jolt of energy. Mm. How hard would it be as a player going into work right now? I I definitely agree with you. And and it depends when I answer this question, what type of players you have in the locker room and what type of coach you have in the locker room. Mm -hmm. I'll give you an example. Andy Reid, his last year with the Eagles was in 11, Mm -hmm. right? Or 12. No, it was in 12. 12. Yeah, it was in 12. And I remember that year where we knew that his job was on the line, right? And, er- and even though we were 4-12, and 12, I think, mm-hmm. we're a bad team. We had a lot of time, but we're a bad team. And he would find a way to still motivate us, yeah. right? We're a bad team. We lose every, every week. But when he get up there to speak to us, to talk to us, he made us believe, right? And some of that was him speaking. Mm-hmm. And the other part was we're going to play for our coach yeah. because that's the relationship he had with each player. I don't know if Bill Belichick has that personality in, in, in relationship with his players. I would say he doesn't. I don't think, and I don't think he does. I don't think he does either. And that's one part. The other part is, what type of players you have? Now, we weren't winning, but I couldn't wait to play in the game. No doubt. I was going to give out crazy work. And them, them years, I did do well. Because I want to get out there and play. I love to play the game. There's some people or players that don't love the game. Mm-hmm. So they go into work miserable. Ah, oh, man, we already lose. We're going to lose again. Yeah. So that, it just matters of the players having the locker room and the coach having the locker room. Yeah, and I, I, to, just to touch on that, because, you know, like I said, I started 0-10 in this league, and it was rough. It was rough to come to work. Wait, Thank- wait, like, damn. See, see, I, Ten losses in a row? He's just going to rub it. He's just going to rub it. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to rub it. Yes. <laughs> I started 0-10 in this league, and it was tough to come to work. The bonus was I was in California, mm-hmm. right? A lot to do in California. I'm able to kind of lead the stadium, lead the facilities. Hey, go have some fun with the teammates and all that, whatever it may be, dinner. Ain't really too much to do in Boston, right, to have fun. Number two, it's the pride as a player, right? Nice. Even if you do not fool with your head coach, even if your head coach is not motivating, even if your head coach is strict and don't want to do nothing fun at practice and all that because you're losing football games, as players, it's pride. I was 0-10, but every time I stepped on the field, like Shady's saying, I got to do my thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I got so when I'm coming to practice, I'm like, man, listen, if they give me the ball, I'm getting us out of this losing streak. You know, like, that, that's the mindset. So as players, you got to have pride to kind of get this thing turned around. To me, when you playing bad football like this, it's no longer on the coach. You got to make those special plays. You got to be special players. And you got to kind of create your own fun, especially if you don't have that type of coach that's going to do that for you. Well, we transitioned from a team with five losses to two teams with five wins, the Eagles and the Niners. However, with all those wins, they both took an L yesterday, their first ones of the season. Which loss was more surprising? Was it the Niners to the Cleveland Browns and P.J. Walker or the Eagles to Zach Wilson's Jets? That's next on Speed.
right, family, we are in third and long, third topic of the day. And get this, the Niners and the Eagles both lost on the same day, their first losses of the season. Now, the Eagles lost because of the Jalen Hurts interception at the end of the game. The Niners, on the flip side, they missed a 41-yard field goal that really would have won the game as time expired. James Jones, I was shocked by both losses. Shocked and disappointed because I picked both those teams to win. But what loss was more surprising, Niners or Eagles? For me, it was the Niners. I mean, to go out and lose to a P.J. Walker-led Browns team, no Deshaun Watson, um... The 49ers are supposed to win that game by 80. If I would have told you, Acho, P.J. Walker is going to have 85 yards and two touchdowns, and you ain't watched the game, you would have thought the Niners won two by picks. 30. Yep. Or, or two picks. You would have thought the Niners won by 30, right? But they lost. And for me, that's surprising because when your defense goes out there and they put out a performance they did with two interceptions, getting you the ball on short fields, and you still finding a way to lose that football game, only scoring, what, 16, 17 points? 17. You know, and I understand you can make all the excuses, the weather and all that type stuff, but this has been the most consistent team in football through the first five weeks. They were 5-0, and and some people possibly talked about them going undefeated with the schedule that they had coming up in front of them, and they go out here and they get beat down by the Browns and the P.J. Walker-led team. I am surprised, and I'm definitely more surprised that they took an L to the Cleveland Browns than I am the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I have to go with the Eagles just because of how bad Jalen Hurts played. I, mean, I expected you know, Brock was going to throw a pick eventually. I mean, I like <laughs> never lose a game and never throw a pick. But, and... As bad as that, that Niners game was, and it is inexcusable how it all played out, they did have an opportunity to win. You got to make the field yeah, goal. Got to make the field goal. The, the Eagles gave the game away. Like Jalen Hurts gave that game away, and it was just a bad day for them. Eleven points, uh, a lead. That's the biggest blown lead for the Eagles since in a loss since 2020. They had their fewest rush yards of the season with 80, and like that's a that's a good defense. It's a great defensive job by the Jets, but it's just surprising to me that they weren't able to protect the ball. Because really, to me, the Niners make a kick, they win that game. The Eagles protect the ball. Jalen Hurts isn't throwing these uncharacteristic mm-hmm. turnovers, especially the last one. I think they win this game as well because the the defense really did their job. No question. So it, to me, I would just go with the Eagles just because of how how much worse it looked from Jalen Hurts' perspective. Yeah, I'm going with the Eagles also, mm. right? And uh, just looking at the game. I actually watched it this morning, and people forget that they the Jets had both of their top corners out. Out. They had backups out That's... there. So I'm like, we're going to smoke these boys. Mm-hmm. And we didn't. We, we didn't protect the quarterback. Jalen Hurts did not protect the ball at all. And we had, even, even with all that going on, we still had control of the game. Yeah. Like, even, even when we played that bad, we couldn't run the ball, which is our worst uh, rushing performance we had all year. I still, in my, in my mind, as I watched the game, oh, we're going to win this game. Because yep. we had the control. And then as it got closer and closer, we still had the control. And then once Jalen Hurts threw that last pick, we lost it. And then on the picks, the first with the two of them, one of them wasn't his fault, but the other two picks were bad reads, right? One would get hit in his arm, mm-hmm. and then the other one he just threw right to the guy. Yeah. I think it was kind of late. But it got to be the Eagles. I mean, we got to play better in this. I think we're a way better team than the Jets. And then the other thing about the Jets, they were not even at full health. That's something that scares me. So, I mean, we'll learn from this. Jalen Hurts will never have a game like this. Like I said before, he's what? In the last 24 games, he's 22-2. and two. All he does is win. Um, and I never picked the Eagles to go out there and have an undefeated season. I never picked them to do that. I picked them to win the NFC, right, East Division, be the best team in the NFC, which we are. And then we're going to go to the NFC Championship game, win that game, and we're back in the Super Bowl. That's how it works. <laughs> you gotta it's always, you gotta it's play always it out. positive you gotta out. when there's a negative. The negative, we lost, Acho. Of course. Yeah. But, but you, we learned from that you loss. Talk, you're talking about defenders, the corners that they miss. Mm-hmm. 
The Browns ain't had a quarterback. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whoa, 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 whoa. PJ Walker didn't do much. Let's get that straight right now. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, well, hold on. And then I don't think Deshaun Watson's up lately. I mean, he hasn't just been killing it or nothing like that. He ain't been killing it, but what I'm saying is right. a, a PJ right. Walker-led Browns team, I'm more surprised that the Browns beat the Niners than I am. Like, the Niners, but the Niners, I feel like when I watch the game, the, the Niners, because I had money on that game, the Niners lost that game. PJ didn't, didn't, the Niners gave that game away, I feel like. They played really good defense, but the Niners didn't do enough offensively. Do you feel like the Jets took the game from the Eagles or the Eagles gave their game away? Yeah. Break that down for now, me. Now, I think the Jets... I got to be honest. I think the Jets actually forced some turnovers. Yeah. They forced some plays. They forced hitting the quarterback's um, hand when he's throwing the ball. Yep. They, they forced some turnovers. And they were right? getting after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Wilson was showing off. He was. He was showing off. Man. So my thing is, when I, when I, I, I didn't see a lot of that for in the Browns game. I didn't see a lot of that. I, but I've seen there's plays where the Jets were actually making. Yeah. And they win that game. And another thing is, it can't be a fluke. That Jets defense, they get busy and give out Against crazy work to everybody. And that's why I'm not surprised. Yeah. That's why I'm not surprised but, that they made Jalen Hurts look like that because they made Patty and Josh Allen look like Here's why that. I am surprised is the Eagles always win those games. Surprised on the Eagles, you say? Oh, yeah. Okay. Like, always. Like, think about this year, the Patriots. Patriots lost by five. But if you were watching that game week one, you're like, right. Eagles going to win. Yeah. Washington. Washington took the Eagles, I think it was in the overtime. They did. Overtime, like, yeah. You're watching that game, you're like, the Eagles going to win. Go back to last year when the Eagles played the Colts. It was in Indy. Close game. Close game. But I was like, no, Eagles going to win. Yeah. Go back to last year, week one, versus the Detroit Lions. Lions came back, came back. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Eagles going to win. Go back to last year versus the Texans. Texans, yeah. Texans, yep. I don't think, had a win at that point in yeah. time. At halftime, the played Texans hard. were either up by three or the yeah. Eagles were about three. And we're saying, like, yeah, the Eagles going to win. So even in this game, I was like, yeah, don't matter. Because yeah. I was sitting here like, Yo, if the Jets win, it's going to be a great show. Mm. Yeah. I wasn't rooting for the Jets, but I was like, if the Jets win. But I was like, it don't matter. I was like, Eagles go. I, that's why I didn't even tweet Shady. I didn't yeah. even text the Shady. I was Thank like, you. I was well, like, you know, you know what, though? But, but to a point, I, I think the Eagles knew that because that we'll win because um, Jalen Carter didn't play. Hello, yep. ankle injury. And, uh, and Slay. Now, my sources, because I got sources. Shady sources. Yeah. They were saying, you know what? It's the Jets. It's the Jets. <laughs> we should win this game. Let our guys rest yeah. up because yeah. we got the Dolphins coming to town. And I'm like, that makes sense because any team that I've been on with real good coaches, they do that. Yeah. We should win this game with our guys we got now. We're yep. a better team than them. Of course. You know what, shit, you hurt? Sit out. Or, or whoever them, the, the big players are. And they sat them out thinking that we would win the game and then we lost. But it's cool. We'll yeah. be ready for the Dolphins. Jets had other plans. Let's be honest. Garrett, Garrett Wilson is him. No question. Mm-hmm. He's incredible. No he question. Made, he, he's so good. He yes. is going to convince the Jets to keep Zach Wilson. Uh, <laughs> like, man, he is good. that good. Yeah. And their defense has really stepped in. Like, there, there were some questions there throughout the season. Are they really, really. going to be yep. the defense that we thought they were going to be right. coming into the season? And they, they look like that. But to your point, the reason why it's more surprising is the, the Eagles find ways to win this. They always do. They always find ways but to win But good teams do that, though. Yeah. Correct. Good teams, you be bad. Because, yeah. like, even with Brady, I remember, with, like I said, with the Bills, we, we be beating them. They playing bad. Mm-hmm. Somehow, some way, find a way to win. And they always say, bad teams find, find ways, ways to, to lose, lose. Yeah. and good teams find ways yeah. to win. That's the truth. Yeah, that's very Dang, true. man, I'm so mad at that turf. Because Aaron Rodgers with this defense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I was thinking about We that. can't do the what-ifs. Man, I know, but what Don't think about that. I know, but what if, though? I don't do the what-ifs. Man. No, we don't. Man. No, we don't. Shady, the Jets are 3-3 right now. Yo. With Zach Wilson. 3-3. We made it like weeks without bringing up Aaron Rodgers. Man, it's all right. So, wait, wait. Hold up real quick. What if? I just want to get this straight before I just. So, you telling me that if A-Rod was playing for the Jets. Man. What are you saying? Best and team in the NFL. That's what I'm saying. Like, like undefeated. From what? No. I, I, I don't want to go that far. They're 5-1 with everybody yes. else. They're 5-1 yes. with everybody else. 
Think about uh, it. Jeff, Jeff lost by what was it? But, three but to the Chiefs. Hold on. No, no. One thing you say now. I'm gonna say. See, this is the thing with Acho. Uh, what I do? See, I make him write stuff down when he says because he says some wild stuff. He does. But you don't say wild stuff, but you say stuff that needs to stick. <laughs> <laughs> you said certain players like a Josh Allen, mm-hmm. sometimes a Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. they play to level their competition. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So I don't ever like Patrick Mahomes. Normal, uh, majority of the time plays really, really well, yes, right? Sir. But he plays, he plays bad sometimes. I see what you're saying. We're human. If Rogers was there. So my would, thing is, I see what he's saying. I don't, I don't even think Pat is playing around throwing them picks. He was throwing to the Jets. It was just like, whoop, whoop, right? If 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 oh, Aaron's on the side, everybody else go raise yes. their level of play. If if, if Aaron's over there, he gonna oh yeah, he'll do that little, he got little hair stuff. He will do his little hair. He will be ready to play. That's uh, same I'm thing as Josh fair. Allen. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at yeah, that. Yeah, you see that? Well, you told me listen. You right? No, you right? Because they gonna see Aaron over there. They gonna say, hey. It's blow for blow. It's time to go. You see Zach Wilson, you may kind of be like, ah, we're going to get this one done. I agree with that. But you don't want to do what is. If that defense with Aaron Rodgers was playing like this, I don't know how they losing, Acho. What is? I don't know how they losing. He really want to back you up. Aaron only got to score 20. He really want to back you up, but he's not going to do it. He only got to score 20? What? We did this what if. That's going to be next topic. I know he ain't playing, but what if that turf? Here's what I need to say, though. Here's what I need to say, and I will not let Aaron Rodgers get away with this. I won't let Aaron Rodgers get away with this. Why are you on the field pregame throwing when you know you're not coming back? Uh, Remember in Seattle when Russell Wilson, that's a hard tangent and I'm going to break. Mm-hmm. Remember Seattle when Russell Wilson messed up his thumb? He's on that field of the fake stuff. Oh, yeah. He was on the field pregame and we was crushing. Rush, you not playing while you out there, da da da. Aaron Rodgers, James Jones, your boy. Yeah, my boy. Is making boy. it about him way too much man, right now. Let's make it about Zach I'm Wilson. I'm glad you got to go to break. Three man. and three Jets. I'm glad you got to go to break. Take it all. When we return, what if? Colorado wouldn't have given up the biggest lead at halftime in the history of the past 12. What if Colorado had five wins right now? What if we didn't have to keep it real about the Buffalo's collapse? First stand. That's next on Hey, we talk about the Oregon coach. Because <laughs> he didn't give him no big message, no big speech, none of that. <laughs> family, we got to talk about Colorado. Coach Prime, the biggest name in really American sports right now. But it's not for good reason on today. Colorado, they were up 29 to skunk at halftime. Most everybody went to sleep, but guess what? If you did, you missed Stanford's historical comeback. Colorado, they are now 4-3 after the loss. Dion said, I truly am upset. I'm truly disturbed. Yeah. Ooh, disturbed, upset. Shady, before you go, big dog, can I? Mm, do you, please. But it, only if you're going to do your thing. I got to do my job. <laughs> only if you're going to do your I thing. Gotta, I got to do my okay. job. Let me listen. Um, the collapse to me, it proves that Colorado is not yet close. Oh. Now, they might be close in talent, but they're not close in their heads. I always say, before you can ever win a game on the football field, you have to win the game in your mind. After the game, Dion said, quote, I love the game. The players need to love it, too, because if you love it, you'll do anything for it. Mm. And I'm not sure if the players love it or if they just like it a lot. Mm. That's where I am. See, losing to Stanford is not about talent. Losing to Stanford is not about being five or six dogs away. Losing to Stanford is a mindset. Mm. If you're up 29-0, losing that game is a mindset. That is a collapse of the mind before it is ever a collapse 
collapse of the body. So I'm more concerned with Colorado's mentality than I am with Colorado's skill set. I'm also concerned with Colorado's coaching. I'm not talking about the head man and Deion Sanders, but the head man is responsible for every man beneath him, every man and woman. When I think about the game, four minutes, 49 seconds left. Colorado, they're up by three. Mm -hmm. They just got a first down. Run the clock out. They snapped the ball with 21 seconds left. Why is that of the most importance, Joy and James Jones? Because you need to give... Stanford, the ball back with as little time remaining as possible. But Colorado doesn't even yet know how to efficiently run out the clock. But then versus USC, they don't know how to efficiently save the clock. So what do you know how to efficiently do offensively? I'm not faulting Prime for that. However, as a head man, you are responsible for every person beneath you. So what this collapse meant to me is that Colorado isn't close enough in here yet. Mm. And I don't feel bad saying it because Dion, to some degree, said the same thing. Two five. Mm. What's the collapse mean to you? Good job. You got to do your job. Nah, this, you know what? It was disappointing, right? When I watched that game, it was disappointing. First of all, I watched all the way to halftime, right? Yeah. And then after half... I found myself texting more yeah. on a computer more, taking more calls. I look back up, I'm like, oh, it's a game. I, I blame the players first. I'm going to get them first because a coach like Prime, player like Deion Sanders, when you have that in the building, you want to chase that type of standard. Yeah. When he played, he wouldn't, he wouldn't let you come in back in the game like that. He was taking care of business. He was taking care of his job. I want to go to his players. I, I don't see that. I feel like they are taking a lot of the hype they're getting from him being there and just being okay with that. No. Embrace that love. But we need to see, we need to see that on the field. I told you earlier how I, I didn't feel like this team is super disciplined. Yeah. I watched games. Like I watched the game against U, USC where small things. You know, so it's third and six. Mm-hmm. They catch the ball. Instead of turning upfield, yep. get the first down. They're, they're dancing. sideways dancing. Now it's fourth and inches. Fourth and one. I've seen a lot of that. So then, now I watch this game, you up 29-0. You got to put your foot in the neck and close it out. That's disappointing. That's embarrassing. I'm going to go to the coaches. It starts with the head man, Mm -hmm. because I'm sure he has his guys in place. We'll talk to him. I know what type of coach he is. When a team is down by 29 or 30 points and they got to come back, they got to score fast. They don't have time to do these drives. That's a good point. So my thing is like, Talk about it. Y'all on the one-yard line? And you play. Two-yard line? Don't you playing this man, man high, uh, mm-hmm. one, one, one deep? Yep. Talk about it. Talk about it. He makes, it, he makes a catch, chase yeah. one guy, off to the races. He's running you right now. You can't let him score that easy. He is yeah. still running at this moment. Right? And then on offense, time, uh, clock management. Mm-hmm. Let's drain this clock down. Please. So everybody gets to blame. Mm-hmm. That, that was embarrassing yeah, watching it. That. Because even though I'm not a Colorado the student or, or, or alumni, I'm a fan of Coach Prime. Yes, I'm a fan of Colorado. I'm a fan of Shador Sands. I'm a fan of Autumn Boys. Yeah. So I want them to do the best. But when I see that, that's so embarrassing. They got to do better. Yeah. And I, I truly think that, that they will be better next year. And I thought that next year and the year after that, mm-hmm. they were competing for that, for that, the Pac-12, mm-hmm. right, and potentially playoffs. Yeah. But not playing like that. Yeah. I don't care what talent you got. If you're not disciplined, you're not smart, you can't beat anybody. Yeah. This is bad, and it's bad for everybody. Everybody that, you know, put on a Colorado shirt or jersey I did. to I go out on. there and, uh, you know, compete in that game. I had it's this circle. You had it. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong, Joy. <laughs> Exit <Rose> out. <laughs> Exit out. Um, I went to bed at halftime. Yeah. And I woke up, and my, my oldest son was like, Daddy, they lost. I said, boy, go on about your business, man. You're lying. <laughs> like, quit, I don't come in here in the morning with that. And I, I said, them boys lost. But as I went and watched some of these highlights, that stuff stood out that Shady brought up. 
How are you up 29 points and you're in man-to-man? Forget it. You're in man-to-man because you feel like you got the best corner in football. We all feel like you got the best corner in football. Cool. Man him up. Try to play some zone on the other side. Man everybody up. They gassed you twice. Mm. Can we back him up? Please. You still up three scores. Mm -hmm. Can we back them up so now as cornerbacks, okay, I'm not playing my best man-to-man. Let me back up. I know that they don't want to go these long drives because the game will be over and we will win. So let's back our cornerbacks up so they can be able to compete with the ball. They got really good ball skills. They ain't got to worry about getting beat deep. Catch a hitch tackle. Catch a slant tackle. Mm -hmm. But they still stayed in man-to-man. Then the offensive side of the ball. Uh You're up 29 points. They score. And you are airing this thing out. Run the football, eat the clock up. So I blame all the coaches first Mm -hmm. because I'm a coach. And your job is to put your players in the best situations to make plays. Right? That's your job. As you break down film, right, you're looking at your plays. Okay, we ain't ran this play in a minute, but this play going to work good against this defense. Right. So with that being said, I blame all these coaches because they did not put the players in the best situation to succeed. And that's disappointing in prime and as coaching staff, because it was just the little adjustments in that game to where you protect a 29 point lead and you win the ball game. You probably rank going into play a rank USC at five, uh, UCLA at five and two. And it's a whole different conversation. But I had this one next. I lied. I didn't have a circle, Joy. <laughs> Joy, when we get back from break, I have to hear your thoughts on what Colorado collapse meant. To you, we're coming back exclusively for that. Do not go anywhere. If you walk away, you better run back because this collapse can't stop talking about it. Next on Speak. Joy, close us out. The collapse. What does it mean for Colorado? I mean, it's rough. It's disappointing to believe like that. Everyone's disappointed. I think they're just further away than we thought they were. I don't think it's the end of the world. I don't think it's the end of Prime's time in Colorado. I think he's probably going to have to take a real hard look at the roster, at the type of culture that's being built for on the field. Obviously, off the field, that's going to remain the same. But, you know, you look forward at the rest of their, their schedule. It, it looked rough before. It looks harder now. Like, Arizona is a good is playing well. They blew them boys out this weekend. There's no easy win on this, and you got to get two more get to two. get to a bowl game. So it's, it's rough. You, you had that one circled. You needed to get that one. You can't blow a lead like that. I do put a lot of it on the coaches because whatever else is going on with this, this is a new team. This is a team that was put together this year by Prime. You have to put your players in a better situation. You have to demand that they play a certain way in order to win the game. And that's your responsibility as coaches. So I don't think it's the end of the world. I, I won't because it's one year. It's his first year. And there's a learning curve for everyone. But it is a disappointing loss. Yeah, you got to get to a bowl game because it is very lonely at the end of November when you're done playing and your homeboys are playing in conference games, getting bowl gifts. They showing off on IG. I just got the know. Oh, that's going to be a long golf season. We believe in your prime. It's always prime time. We'll see y'all tomorrow.